Hi, podcast listeners. I'm Matteo Pistono, host of the Hay House Meditations podcast. And I'm here to invite you to our free five-day meditation challenge starting January 28th at hayhouse.com slash five days. There are so many benefits to meditation. In as little as five days, you can be on your way to sleeping better, feeling calmer, embracing life more, and finding ways to ease your physical pain. During the challenge, each day, you'll receive two free meditations, one for the morning and one for the evening. These guided meditations will help you unlock a happier and healthier you. Plus, you'll get exclusive access to two live webinars with me where I'll answer your meditation questions. And best of all, you'll be joining a like-minded, supportive community, making the commitment to change their lives by building a meditation practice that brings meaningful results. Whether you're brand new to meditation or a seasoned meditator, I really hope you'll join us starting on January 28th. Go to hayhouse.com slash five days to join now and download a free PDF where I share five ways to boost your meditation practice. That's hayhouse.com forward slash the number five D-A-Y-S. Let Dr. Wayne W. Dyer take you on a voyage of discovery where you can begin to tap into the amazing manifesting powers that you possess. As a loyal podcast listener, Hay House would like to offer the ebook version of Wishes Fulfilled, Mastering the Art of Manifesting to you for free for a limited time to help you learn how to obtain what you truly desire. You're invited to open yourself up to a new way of experiencing life by imagining exactly what you would like to manifest for yourself. By using your imagination and practicing the art of assuming the feelings of your wishes being fulfilled, you will discover that you possess the ability to become the person you were destined to be. Get your free Wayne Dyer ebook now at hayhouse.com slash manifest. That's hayhouse.com slash manifest. Welcome to the Dr. Wayne Dyer Radio Podcast. Discover the wisdom and remarkable insights of Dr. Dyer, world-renowned spiritual teacher and foremost authority on how the power of your mind creates your world. The excuses be gone thing, it's, it's a very, very fascinating uh, area for me. Uh, and it's, you know, most, most people think that it's, uh, it's a very difficult process to uh, change lifelong thinking habits. Uh, and for almost everyone, it is. Um, <clears throat> but when I started the writing of this book, it was my my intention to really uh, bring forth uh, information that uh, could help people to change uh, lifelong thinking habits, a ways of being, like people who've been overweight for their whole life, people who've been who've had suffered from addictions for very long periods of time, people who've had uh, issues around poverty and 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 <clears throat> repeat themselves over and over again in relationships, people who've been shy for uh you know for for all of their life people who've lived in fear whatever it is especially so many of these things were handed to us when we were just little boys or little girls by uh <clears throat> by these mind viruses that were placed in our heads uh, uh by our parents and our culture and our religion and our schools and our businesses and our television sets and our advertising and so on we and we sort of adopted these uh, these memes these ways of looking at uh at, at what life is and what's possible for me and so on and in Excuses Be Gone, what I did, and I really channeled a lot of this from Lao Tzu. I know that sounds strange, uh, but it's uh, it's the truth. Uh, I have this wonderful painting in my uh, 
that was sent to me by a listener on this show. And I, I really listened very carefully and meditated and took notes and, and decided that, um, that you know, changing behavior um, that you've had for a very, very long time doesn't have to be a long, involved, difficult, laborious, therapeutic, uh, endless amounts of money and time spent on it. That if you really go to work on the thoughts that support the uh, the <clears throat> the addictions or the weight uh, the overweightness or the the shyness or the lack of money whatever it is, uh, and you begin to examine what it is what kinds of thoughts that you have in back of your head uh, that uh, that continuously remind you that this is the way you are, and you you start to look at them and and I created this what I call the excuses be gone paradigm which is really explained thoroughly. Uh, in the book. And I have seen people make radical changes, and I'm one of them. I, I talked about it last week on the show. Um, I've carried around 15 or 16 extra pounds around my middle, um, this uh, what they call man weight. Uh, you know, as you get older, you get thicker kind of a, a thing that we that people tend to believe. And I decided to go to really apply the paradigm to myself. And uh, I, I made some radical changes by changing ar- around what I believe about myself. And in less than 30 days, uh, something like 17 pounds uh, just disappeared from around my waist. Uh, and, re- and within within an hour of really putting that all to work uh, and, and reducing my sugar intake and so on. So I decided that before I lectured about it or before I uh, went out there and talked about it, uh, I was going to really put it to the test to myself. And if it would work for me, then I can make it work for because getting rid of those final pounds around the center. And I'm six foot two. I can carry them around without looking overweight. But uh, I always knew that it was there. And uh, it was a wonderful experience to just look in the mirror and see that um, I don't have to carry that. Who wants that spare tire? Yes, you don't need it. And uh, in almost every, you know, you see men over men over fifty. Almost every one of them, they just look bigger and thicker as they as they get older. And it doesn't necessarily have to be that way. I don't think. Well, what's interesting in the information that you give in the book, and um, you had mentioned uh, mind viruses and memes, and uh, I had been reading Virus of the Mind that you cite in your book. And and I think Mm. that, you know, you're saying how what we believe is is so powerful and how it can change our lives, but it can also change other people's. And when we start changing these destructive memes in our own lives, it can, uh, it'll, it'll be a good virus. It'll kind of replicate to other people. Absolutely, it does. And as a matter of fact, because and it's, what happens is you begin to demonstrate a, a different kind of a person that you are. You begin to sh- shift your energy within yourself, and that infects people around you in a, in a dramatic way. For example, I walk out on stage now, and there will be 3,000 people in an audience, and I can talk about this kind of a thing. As, and I couldn't talk about it and experience it if I didn't hadn't gone through the experience myself. And thousands of people, even now, even people listening on the radio from all over the world, get become impacted by the, the idea that I don't have to continue to be the way that I have always been, uh, supporting what, it, what self-defeating behaviors or thoughts that I've had with the thought system because it's all supported by a way of thinking. And when you change the way you look at things, uh, you know, the things you look at do begin to change. And uh, I started changing the way I looked at uh, what my body has to look like uh, in, at, at this time in my life. And uh, literally, it began to change. And, and that's just one little s- small sort of vain uh, example. But uh, I've seen people with massive eating disorders and people who've uh, lived in, in poverty and told themselves that they can't afford to do something, or people who've been sick uh, and sickly for a long time. When you begin to change the way you look at your capacity 
to heal yourself, um, you begin to see those uh, the, those diseases and things uh, no longer being a part of your life. So it's a very exciting thing, and I think that people who read this book and get to the end of it and decide to really be serious about just applying the seven the seven question uh, uh, excuses be gone paradigm, I think you'll see major changes, and I'm very excited about it. Let's go to Dawn. She's calling from Wyoming on line ten, and welcome to the show, Dawn. Hello, and thank you for taking my call, and congratulations Hi. on your marriage. Thank you. <laughs> and Dr. Dyer, thank you so much for taking my call. I love all your PBS specials and your books. And oh, good. Well, there's a brand new one going to be showing there in Wyoming on June the 1st, so watch for it. There'll be there a big is. Ad oh, in, I will. I wonder yeah, if it's called Excuses Be Gone. Yeah, June the 1st, and it's also there'll be a big ad for it in the USA Today, that uh, full-page ad that day on Excuses awesome. Be Gone. And, and I'm going to watch it Friday on Ellen. Yeah, I'll be on Ellen on Friday. I'm excited yeah. about that, too. <laughs> I'm always excited to be on with her. I just adore her. She's, She's the, the kick. <laughs> yes, she really is. Um, my question is, on writing it down, okay, I get, I have an incredible life. Life's been good to me. Um, when, there's times I get feelings that things are going to manifest and they're going to be awesome. I mean, that something really awesome, something big is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And it feels really good. But then, for some reason, and I don't know if it's me, or then, right after that, then it's like an emotional down. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. And I was, I was wondering, if you write it down, if you should refer, if do you refer back to yours, or do you just, just leave things uh, alone and believe it's going to happen mm-hmm. and move on? I just, uh, I just, you know what, uh, Don, I just go to something that I call a knowing. And it's a place within me that nobody else ever gets to visit. Uh, and you have it too. Everybody, everybody listening has it. Um, it's like uh, there's a sign somewhere inside of you that says "Do not enter," and it's that place. You know, nobody, uh, nobody's allowed. Certainly, nobody's allowed to enter there who uh, who doesn't believe in in uh, in what it is that I would like to manifest or attract for myself in my life. But even so, it's that very personal, private, existential aloneness place that's within each and every one of us. And in that place, I just have a big K. N-O-W-I-N-G written across there, knowing. I absolutely know it. When I, his, I, I mean, I don't say to myself, you know, things that I'm not going to manifest. Like I don't say I want to be the quarterback for the, for the, uh, you know, for the New York <laughs> mm-hmm, Jets. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that is just, it's just not on the list. It's not what I'm interested in. It's not possible. It's not any of those things. Right. But what, but what I do put in there are what I absolutely have a knowing that I can attract and manifest and that I am, you know, that every time it doesn't manifest, every time it doesn't show up on the time schedule that I get, I have to remind myself, you know, it's like the Beatles really had it right. I mean, they really had it right. Let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be. There will come an answer. Let it be. You know, it's like in The Course in Miracles it says infinite patience produces immediate results immediate now now that seems like such a paradox infinite patience produces immediate results but when you put out something into the universe that you intend to attract in your imagination and then you assume the feeling of that wish fulfilled and you begin to act from that 
The infinite patience part of it means that you have a knowing that it's going to come. It's not going to come on your schedule because nothing does. That's just your ego saying this is the way God should be providing things for me or how the world should be working. But if you have just an absolute knowing, instead of you looking for all the reasons why it can't happen, which is what you do when you don't have patience, you start saying, oh, it's not working, or it's been, look, it's been three months now, or it's been six years, or whatever it is, you, you know, and you start inv invoking your ego in the process of your manifestation. When you get that ego out of there and just have an absolute knowing, you now start looking for occasions to support what it is that you are believing. And that means that you start aligning yourself at a higher level. You start thinking with awareness. With, and awareness to me thinking just means that with God all things are possible or with source mm -hmm. or whatever, you know, so that if I can align myself with that place from which all things come to which all things return and know that nothing is impossible in that place, and that's where I always think, you have to be really careful now when you do this where you place your attention. There's two, there's two kinds of attention. There's subjective attention and there's objective attention. Okay, objective attention is the attention that you place on it because of something that's happening outside of you or because of something that somebody else says or some sort of negative reinforcement, some circumstance that doesn't work right and it doesn't seem to be aligning right. And so you use your, uh, your focus, your attention to, uh, to, to, you know, to focus it on those external kinds of things and you immediately move away from your, uh, from your inner vision. Okay. Objective attention is the is the attention that no matter what somebody else says, no matter what the circumstances are, no matter what anybody else tells you, no matter how it looks out there, your subjective attention is coming from within you. You don't allow anything to smudge that picture. You don't allow any any anybody to uh, make your inner vision change from what it is. It's just that's called a knowing. And that's what I learned from Abraham Maslow when I was a very young doctoral student. It is that, you know, it's like self-actualizing people always put their attention on what it is that they intend to manifest, and they never allow anyone to smear that picture. They just don't allow that. And all of the external kinds of things of, this, of the objective uh, uh, attention that is coming that way, you just, you just sort of, those are just objects. That's just another, you know, that's just... You know, like the, the, Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, you know who she was? She was yeah. like, she was a dear friend yeah. of mine. I loved her very much. Oh, and she, she yeah, yeah. She, she was a triplet. And a lot of people don't know that about her. She was from Switzerland. And she that. did a lot of stuff on death and dying. But she had a wonderful line. She said, uh, if you shield, let me see if I remember, if you shield the mountain from the windstorms, you'll never see the beauty of the carvings. Now, the beauty of the oh, carvings... Yeah, the beauty of the carvings is like all of the stuff that's coming along that doesn't seem to support your vision or what it is that you would like to have, those are all the storms. And, it, and it's like you can't see the beauty of like all of the things that you have had to go through, the struggles, the difficulties, the hardships, the illnesses, the accidents, the losses, all of the, all of those things have shaped you. into So the beauty of the carvings of your life come out of that. And what we do when we try to manifest is we try to deny that, you know, all, all of the windstorms, we try to act like they shouldn't be there. Uh, instead of being in a state of gratitude for all of these things that aren't working right now, because the more of this that happens, the more you will generate the energy to propel yourself to that higher place. Instead, we just want it to, we want the BMW to show up in our driveway tomorrow morning, you know, mm -hmm. all paid for, you know. I am or we want, 
Yeah, but infinite patience produces immediate results. Here's what the immediate result that you get from infinite patience. You get a sense of peace, a sense of inner peace. Now, if I were to say to you, Don... I've got two wands here. Wand A, you can have this wand, and you can have anything that you want, anything you want. It'll be in your driveway tomorrow if that's what you want. But put that one down, and if you want wand B, I can guarantee you with wand B that for the rest of your life, no matter what comes down the pike at you, you will have inner peace. You'll be in a state of peace. Which wand would you take? I pick that one to peace. Yeah, peace. because you'd want to be at inner peace. And all of the troubles that you have go back to my my old, my agent Artie Pine, who I loved very much from New York. Uh, when I first did Erroneous Zones, he said he used to say to me, Wayne, he said, "I'm an old man, and I've had mo- many many troubles." He said, "Most of which have never happened." You know, <laughs> all of all of those things are just stuff that we you know we use our mind to create all of this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Be in a state of gratitude for all of the caca that comes into your life mm-hmm. as well as all of the angels and the sweet smelling stuff you know the people that smell bad you know very often have as much to teach you as the ones that smell so good okay that's true, that's yeah. true. oh right, thank sweetheart. you so much it is it's patience have you, have, i think have you, yeah have you, and the infinite patience but once you have the knowing the ironic part of what i'm saying is once you get to this knowing place mm-hmm. the stuff that you want that you used to chase after you don't even care anymore and now it starts showing up it's because you're not attached anymore because it's it's our attachments to it so that create the problem and then it's like you let go of it and you say oh my god there it is you know and, and, and there's the and it all it all it's like the <laughs> the absence of it you know if you ask the question where did i come from where did I come from? And I must be like what I came from. You came from nothing, and mm-hmm. you came from oneness. Mm-hmm. Go to nothing. Go to nothingness. Go to silence. Go to that sweet, silent place within you and, and see oneness instead of two-ness. And then everything that you ever wanted will manifest, and you'll have a knowing. If you would like to hear more of Dr. Dyer's radio show, tune in to HayHouseRadio.com. To find out more about Dr. Wayne Dyer or any other Hay House author, please visit hayhouse.com. Thank you for listening.